sub squad and welcome back to another episode of the self-love squad sessions with me kelly if you're new here welcome to the family welcome to the squad like i said my name is kelly and this is the podcast extension of my instagram page the self-love squad that's at the underscore self underscore love underscore squad which is a safe space for anyone on a self-love journey On this podcast, I share my feelings and musings as a fat, black, bisexual woman learning what it means to love herself. Now, as I am an adult, this is an adult podcast, and I will at times use adult language or talk about adult topics, so please use headphones if you're at work or around small children. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into this week's episode. god welcome back sup squad holy shit it has been literally a month over a month since i last picked up the mic and spoke to y'all um what the fuck is up like what the fuck is up kyle like what is up how is life um i'm a little tipsy right now I was supposed to be doing dry January, but I've been stressed, so I had one drink. I'm super responsible, very proud. I had one barefoot. They have, like, these canned 8-ounce spritzers. I'm a lightweight, so it was just enough to get me feeling good, feeling groovy, relaxed. And I was like, you know what? I'm funniest under the influence, and I feel like I should give the people what they want. Plus, I know there are some of you who don't follow me on the social means, which, by the way, you fucking slack in. Um, and so you're probably like, where has this bitch gone? Like, where far, like, where far art thou, bitch, you know? So I just wanted to get some life updates and just talk about some shit that's been on my mind, because that's what we do. We are entering season three. Season fucking three of the self-love squad sessions and i am just so honored for those of you that are here that actually listen i just want to say thank you i know i'm not the most consistent um this is not what i do full-time this doesn't pay any of my bills um but this is such a love project for me and it's the first time i have truly created something from scratch and been so authentic to myself um, and so I'm just so grateful for those of you who are with me. So we're going to dive into the last almost eight weeks of my life. So first things first, I quit my fucking job. Um, in fact, I technically quit two jobs in the last like two and a half months. So I was working for a nonprofit and make a long story short, they just were really not treating us right and I believe in practicing what you preach and so I you know if you tell me you have an open door policy if you tell me you know we're here to grow and change and we want to know why people keep quitting and I take the stand I take the lead to express some of the feelings that my coworkers maybe don't feel comfortable expressing the management but then I get shitted on and other people see that, then I'm fucking out. And so there basically was a turning point where 
Um, I <laughs> tried to put in an HR request. Mind you, we didn't have an actual HR department. Try to put in an HR request because I felt like my boss was retaliating against me. And basically, since that happened, I had like a target on my back. All of a sudden, it went from, we love that Kelly talks to everyone, and we love that she, you know, makes sure makes sure that everyone is okay, to people are saying they see you talking in the hallways, and it looks suspicious. And even though they can't hear what you're saying, they're assuming that it's negative, and that perception is your fault. Like, the, the talents and the skills and the things that were praised in the beginning were all of a sudden like bad attributes and so it really boiled down to my work wife quit because she was completely fucking disrespected and people had been quitting like at least one person a week for like the four weeks before that and they were doing this weird thing that I have never in my like 12 years of corporate experience ever seen where they were having people come into meetings asking them what they thought about someone leaving it was very unprofessional like oh so and so left how does that make you feel and I guess they were trying to like sniff the air or like find out what was going on but all it did was make people not trust them and um it really boiled down to them asking me, like, how do you feel about, like, your work bestie leaving? And me being, like, obviously I'm pissed that she's gone because that was, like, my ride or die. Like, all summer, y'all know. That was the girl. Valeria, if you're watching this, I love you, bitch. That was a girl that really, like, talked me off a ledge. Like, we got through summer together. Like, that's my bitch for life. And obviously I was pissed that she felt so disrespected that she quit. Um, but at the same time, she's a grown woman. Like, what what decisions she makes for her career are independent of the ones I make for myself, regardless of our interpersonal, connect, you know, connection. And they basically tried to, like, gaslight me and be like, oh, well, you know, we just want to make sure that, like, it's not going to affect your work and saying stuff like, because, you know, you, you missed a couple emails or... Um, you did this wrong and I was like I'm stressed like we're all stressed we're all overworked and understaffed and underpaid like I'm fucking stressed and then at the end of the conversation what really fucking blew me was the whole like negative thing and so I always joke about this now and it's like a part of my personality now it's like they were like oh um we think you're spreading negativity because people see you talking in the hallway and even though we as a company had decided that if you see something instead of going straight to someone's boss you should talk to them first even though management completely put that rule out there we're we're okay that they bypassed that rule and came straight to your manager like we're okay we're we're okay with that oh sounded like somebody fell not my problem anyway so like they they like yeah we completely bypassed that rule like doesn't matter Um, and multiple people said they saw you and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I had heard from people who had previously quit that they had been accused of lurking with air quotes in the hallway when really we're just talking. And my biggest issue wasn't even the whole negativity thing because at the end of the day, I'm a big black woman. Anything I do is perceived as, 
it can be perceived as negative or aggressive or anything like that. And that part doesn't faze me. Even working in a company that's supposed to praise like female empowerment, bullshit. Patriarchy still exists. I mean, these bitches probably got wet ones off of the little bit of patriarchy and corporate power they got. Like, I'm not even mad about that. Um, But what I am mad about is the fact that y'all would think I'm stupid enough to have negative conversations out in the fucking open. Let me say that again. What I'm upset about is the fact that you all would think I'm fucking stupid enough to have bad conversations out in the motherfucking open. You can do whatever you want. Give me your microaggressions. Try to fuck with my schedule. Fuck with me mentally. Whatever. But do not ever insult my intelligence. Bitch, I packed up my shit and never looked back. And I'm petty, so I BCC'd my resignation to the whole entire fucking company. Told them they can kiss my black ass. So that happened. And then, y'all know I was working part-time at a clothing store. And so I basically, just to make ends meet, took a full-time position um, as an assistant manager. And it was nice, but honestly, I just don't think I'm healthy enough for retail. I was on my feet too much. I was in pain. Um, And I just realized, like, financially, it was too much of a pay cut. So I worked that through Black Friday. Ugh, I hadn't worked Black Friday retail in, like, eight years. Never want to do it again. Horrible. Um, And then I decided to get back into 9 to 5. And so now I'm working for a tech company here in Dallas. And so far, so good. I work a lot of hours, but, you know, that's where we are. So that's where I am in my career, and... I'm really trying to find the balance of having a job that actually takes so much of your physical and mental capacity that when you get off work, you don't want to do anything. It's 840 right now. I've only been home for like two and a half hours. I've showered, I've cooked, I've eaten, I watched a little bit of TV. But like in terms of content creation, like there's no time. I need to be in bed in like the next 45 minutes or so in order to you know get up and be at work at 7 30 so I'm really trying to find the balance of like work and getting enough rest because I haven't been sleeping well but also prioritizing my creativity because I feel like it's been lacking I haven't been you know making content I also haven't been working out and I haven't worked out in about truly worked out in about a month and that's because the next topic I want to talk about is me getting violently fucking sick like a month ago so I started my new job my new nine-to-five mid-December and two days in I get violently sick I'm in the hospital and of course my first thought is oh my fucking god I got the vid COVID done got my black ass oh my god so I go to this hood-ass hospital because it's a new job. I don't have health insurance. You know, gotta love the American health system. And um, they're like, no, it's not COVID, but you do have strep and tonsillitis. I said, bitch, and tonsillitis? She said, yes, bitch, you got both. So they give me, you know, the very vintage, like, penicillin shot in the booty cheek and send me on my way. That was like a Wednesday. That Saturday night, I'm in so much pain. I'm having like fever dreams. I'm so sick. I'm shaking. I can barely swallow. Feels like I'm choking on my tonsils. Uh, 
and I'm in so much pain, like I can't even function. Painkillers aren't working. I'm like, no, I'm going to fuck it out. I'm going to fuck it out. Sunday night, the pain is so fucking bad. I call my friend. I'm like, come get me. Take me to the ER. Well, I text her because I can't fucking talk. That's another thing. I lost my voice. And if you're noticing that I sound raspy, it's because I actually have damage to my vocal cords and damage. Hi, Binks. Binks is here. He says hi. And damage to my throat from the strep. And I'm hoping it's not permanent. I know. It's so sad. Mommy has damage on her throat. Um, I'm really hoping it's not permanent because this shit is not cute. I sound like that green bitch from Monsters, Inc. Mike Lazowski. Like, not cute. Um, But yeah, so I was really sick. Pretty much, that's what you get for being nosy. You done knocked that over when I'm trying to record. And now you're sad. Make better life choices, Minx. Um, Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but like, I basically was sick past Christmas and then I've been working ever since so yeah I was really sick and I feel like in being sick and literally having my world turned upside down because the problem with our society like we're just jumping right into this shit today it's not even just that I was sick and I didn't have health care because I didn't have health care I had to go to a ghetto hospital because I went to a ghetto hospital the second time I went to the ER the doctor is basically a racist wouldn't give me pain meds I think she tried to, I think she was insinuating that I was a drug addict when really I just am fat and I needed something stronger to help the pain she like wasn't taking me seriously sent me on my way after waiting four hours in pain excruciating pain Aside from that, it's the fact that while I was sick, all I could focus on was, I hope I don't get broke enough that I lose everything I've worked for, right? We're all like one paycheck away from complete financial ruin. And that really fucked with me, like truly mentally fucked with me. I couldn't pay rent. I had to get money for rent. I didn't have groceries, people had to give me money for groceries, couldn't even afford the meds from the doctor, like, couldn't afford food for banks, I had a nosebleed all over my sheets, had to get someone to buy me new sheets, like, med, you know, like, over-the-counter medicine, like, everything, I had to rely on the kindness of the people in my life, and I've realized, of course, how much of a blessing that is, because not everyone has that, but it also is so scary, to think that we're all just one little incident away from complete ruin. And on that fucking positive note, um, yeah, I, like I said, I've just been working and I don't know, COVID is still fucking here. She's such an ugly bitch. Like, who, Binks, could you not have an existential crisis right now? Mother is busy. I have that tapestry you guys know in my bedroom and Binks likes to hide behind it. He thinks he's good at hiding hide and seek, but his tail is sticking out. Baby, I still see you. No, yes, I see you. Hi. I see your face. I see you. Binks, I see you. You're not hiding very well. You can move all you want. I still see you, but okay, baby, I'm gonna let you have that. Anyway, but yeah, like I I feel like COVID in general 
and especially being sick last month has really helped me prioritize my true happiness and my healing because life is so fucking short and I refuse to be miserable for the rest of it. I've been miserable for the last 30 years on and off. I refuse to be miserable for the next 30 So I have some very depressing and heartbreaking news for us. You ready? Are you sitting down? I need a new nail tech. I know, I know the crowd goes silent. It is heart, well, except for Binks. Binks is playing with a toy. He doesn't give a fuck. But it is absolutely heartbreaking to have to make this announcement. And I'm going to tell you why. So if you've been following me for a while... You know that I started going to a particular salon um, near where I used to work. And particularly this one girl, I started working with her in like June and July, like right around Pride last year. She killed my nails like in a good way, like she killed the design. And I just started going back to her. And then around September, she got fired from the nail salon because she has a lot of travel like nail work so she makes the bulk of her money and people were getting jealous that she wasn't working 40 hours a week so she left the salon and took all her clients with her i was one of them right and i would go to the nail shop she has in her house i would go get my nails done get a pedicure by her girlfriend that works with her and like it'd be popping the issue arose I want to say my second or third set with her when I noticed that she wasn't giving me a fresh set so if you're not familiar with nails I used to get dip powder um, and I get tips on my nails so the length that I have on my nails is not my real nails because my real nails break off a lot so I normally cut my real nails down and then just get fake tips on my nails and they um, used to dip it in powder but the powder wasn't strong enough so I started doing acrylic which is like they mix a powder with this liquid they put it over your real nail on the tip they kind of build up layers and they harden it under UV light and it's much stronger and that's how my nails have been able to last you all have seen me doing my workouts and like my boxing and not breaking nails like the nails I've gotten done by her I've been able to literally go like two months without them breaking worst thing that'll happen is that um they'll start naturally coming off because it's been so long but like they don't crack they don't they don't chip like none of that so like i said the first thing i noticed that was weird was when i got like my third set from her after she departed from the nail salon and she didn't give me a full set she just took the um like color she sanded down the color from the last set kind of cleaned it up a little bit filled in where she needed to so I guess it's a fill she gave me a fill um and sent me on my way that set was okay but about three weeks into the set I had a nail chip on the top and I had to get it redone no big deal and most people normally get their nails done like every two weeks so I was just being cheap like whatever then the fourth set was i don't know if you guys remember on instagram i had that like pale pink white christmasy set with the gold stars on it kind of like a short square set 
So I got that done right before I started my new job for like the Christmas, you know, festive glam kind of look. And then of course, as you all know, I got sick. So I had that set for a really long time because it wasn't safe for me to go get my nails done because I was sick. But even before, well, I won't say before I got sick. Right when I returned to work, let's put it that way. So it was like two weeks, going on three weeks since I had gotten it done. I returned to work and the nail on my pointer finger on my right hand popped off. I'm not talking about lifted off because it had been so long, you know, my nail grew out. I'm not talking about cracked because, you know, the nail was weak and I hit it or something. I'm talking about the nail popped off like it was a press-on. Completely intact, completely unscathed. My natural nail was even intact. And it was very much weird because I've never seen acrylic do that, ever. And so I was like, okay, this is kind of like strike number two. I texted her like, hey, can you fix the nail? She was like, oh, sure. Um, But I ended up buying glue. Thank God, because I had to use the glue today to fix this nail. It looks so ghetto. I'm so upset. Um, But I basically glued the nail back on. I have UV lights. I I cured it with the UV light. Um, You know, no big deal. Then I went to get my nails done with like the pink and white flame that I have now check my Instagram I have a nail highlight you can see all the fire sets I've gotten and um I was like yeah you know I think it's time for me to get a new set because it popped all the way off like and when she went to take it off she didn't even have to do that much like normally it takes a lot to take a nail off because obviously she replaced the nail that had popped off she completely replaced it and, and put like a new set on it but she just did fills for the other one mind you i'm recording this on a friday i got the pink and white flame set last friday tell me fucking why okay I had noticed that the thumb on my left hand, the tip of my real nail, was separating from the back of the fake nail. And tell me why I was walking, not even touching anything, wasn't even putting on pants, and literally it sounded like someone was biting into a ginger snap. I just heard, chip, like, crack. And my nail cracked off once again. Other than the the line of demarcation, which is like 80% of the nail, the nail was intact. The base of my nail is intact. Like, my real nail is intact. And I'm like, I think she's cutting corners. Because now that she doesn't supply her own tips, it's probably cheaper for her, right? And she knows that she's going over her own work. It's probably cheaper for her to not give everyone fresh tips. Well, I would rather pay the prices I was paying in the salon to have my nails last. Because sometimes I go a long time without getting my nails done. I don't like the physical act of getting my nails done. I have sensory issues. I don't actually like people touching my hands or touching my feet, but I like the end result, so I put up with it. But that's why I liked her so much that I could go such a long time with my nails looking nice because it was like a win-win. I could stand, you know, the two hours to get my nails done because she was cool and whatever, but then I only had to do that like once a month. Um, And now it's like, I'm going to have to go back to a salon or find somebody else because 
like i'm not even working out these days like seriously i'm not even like lifting barbells or boxing or anything and my nail chipped literally a week i've only had it a week people who go to the salon who get a normal set like at a salon like just you walk into a salon and they get my nails done they last they're supposed to last a minimum of two weeks so now her work's not even lasting as long as basic bitches no 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 and y'all know this is the same girl who i saw the trump flag in her garage and i think it's just time i think 2022 was really just a year of knowing what's for me and knowing what's not for me and trusting my gut because there are so many red flags coming up she's also moving so the salon is really close that i found her in is really close to my house and that's part of the reason i started going there was because i don't like to drive like i could be there in a couple minutes and you know whenever i needed a last minute like appointment or something like oh can you be here in 15 minutes bet yes i can let me throw on some sandals and whatever right and then she moved um you know her her work to her place well it's only 15 minutes away not the best neighborhood but you know i don't really have any problems but once again, trusting your gut. Last time I got my nails done, so last week, that Friday night, I think. No, Saturday night. That Saturday night was super fucking foggy. And her sister parked in the driveway. So normally I park in the driveway and her sister like moves her car. That's her sister didn't want to move the car, which is fine. Like it's her house. But I had to park in the empty school parking lot across the street in the dark in the fog walked there by myself and it wasn't until I said something that she was like oh yeah like I'll watch you to make sure like no one's hiding in your car like I got out at like 10 o'clock at night and you had me parking in this fucking abandoned ass school parking lot with the shit looking like we're in Silent Hill like red flag number 12 but What's crazy is when I went to her house last Friday, she's moving further away from me. She's moving out like towards my grandma's house. And part of the reason I don't even go to my same barber anymore isn't even anything he did. It's just it's too fucking far. I'm not going all the way like 30 minutes to get my haircut and then pay for the gas, pay for the haircut and 30 minutes back. It's a waste of my day. I, I work like nine to 10 hour days or more now. So, like, I'm not, she's, like, 20 minutes from my job, and then it would be, like, 30 to 40 minutes to get home. You know, the last time I did some shit like that out of loyalty was before I even had the podcast, the guy that originally cut my hair. So, like, small story time. When I first moved to Texas, I started going to a salon in Preston Hollow, Preston Forest, whatever it's called, um, that my aunt went to because I had a lot of hair, you know, I had my afro. And then, long story short, the girl that did my hair fucked up my hair one day, and I just said, yellow, I'm cutting my hair off. And so the guy that cut my hair and, like, styled it was the barber that worked in their salon. Well, going to that salon was already a lot anyway because it was, like like I said, in Preston. It's, like, midtown Dallas. I was living all the way, like, 30, 40 minutes in a suburb, working in a suburb. It would literally take me an hour after work to get to, get to the salon 
one or two, you know, like an hour to get my hair done. Y'all know black salons are never on time. So he, I, he would be like one or two heads running behind when I would get there. You know, I'd have to wait, maybe go get some food and then drive all the way fucking home. Wouldn't get home till like 10 o'clock at night and then have to go to work in the morning. Well, he ended up quitting and opening his own little salon, very similar to my friend Marcus that was cutting my hair, you know, the last couple of years. Um, he moved all the way out, oddly enough, near where I work now, but I was still living all the way east, and he basically was all the way west, both suburb, north, northern suburbs of Dallas, but I lived in an eastern suburb, and he works in a far western suburb, and I would literally drive like an hour, hour, 30 minutes after work, mind you, after working a full day in fucking rush hour traffic, y'all know I hate to drive, all the way there just to support, you know, support black businesses, support my people that have been with me. Just for me to find out he's a homophobe. Just to find out he's a homophobe. And I talked about this on my um, Instagram a long time, but basically he and a client made really disgusting homophobic um, conversations and we got into an argument and I never went back. But I would literally do that and then have to drive a whole hour home just for a haircut right and so like I just it's just time to move on I hate to say I love supporting small businesses POC owned businesses women owned businesses black people owned businesses but like if the service doesn't match what I'm paying I don't care what color you are I don't give a one fish two fish red fish blue fish bitch I don't give no aquatic fucks if you are not giving me up to par customer service or product I'm taking my money elsewhere period and I will always try to spend there first I'm even okay with going out of my way just a little bit even a lot of bit we've seen to support these businesses but y'all be fucking up your own money because she has been the only person to do the designs I like. And now I'm like, I'd rather go to the salon because let me just backtrack and say this. Part of the appeal of continuing to go to her is that I can get crazy designs for the price of plain nails at the nail salon. She charges me like 60, 70 bucks for crazy ass designs with crystals, all that. But I was paying like 90 to 100 for the same designs. But I can get basic nails, solid color nails, no designs for 60, 70 bucks and still look just as nice. Nails for me are really about self-expression, but also because I don't have any hair and I don't always do my makeup because, you know, hashtag COVID and whatever, we're wearing masks. Like, I don't, I don't feel complete without nails. And so I would rather sacrifice the designs to save a little coin, save some gas, but also save my fucking sanity because I didn't budget to get my nails done this week. But having this crusty looking glue covered thumb is going to fucking bother me all weekend long
so that's it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed as always you can catch up with me after the episode at the self-love squad on ig that's at the underscore self underscore love underscore squad and i will talk to you next time bye